Hi, welcome to Help with Hannah Jones. I'm Hannah Jones. Thank you, Patreon patrons, for making this podcast possible. And thanks to Dude IDK Studios for recording and producing this episode. This is a podcast where I answer your questions, Dear Abby Style, and I have a guest in the studio here to help me do that. She is a crusher all around town and also is one third of Firecracker Comedy. Please give it up for. I always say that. Don't <laughs> Put your hands together. Put your hands Rest together. Rest your hands on home. your laptop for Selma Zaki. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Selma, thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a great space. Yeah. How have you Shout been out. lately? Um, I've been good. I've been extremely sweaty. <laughs> it's really hot here. It's so It's been hot, really hot. Dude. Like, unbearable it's so hot that like everybody that i know our tire pressure light is on oh the past few days wait is that have something to do with it yeah well that's why like because it'll go off at night because it's literally just that hot and that's what's oh, causing it i got two flat tires so maybe the heat that i think i don't think the heat causes flat tires <laughs> oh. it just because it makes the air expand so if you're already at the upper end of what your tire pressure needs to be it can like push you right over that wow wow well, you know so much about this yeah i'm a bit of a scientist you're a bit of a guy's girl <laughs> no no don't accuse me of that <laughs> Um, hell yeah. So Salma, I had an experience last night that made me think of you because uh -oh. I don't know if you remember one of the last times that we talked via Instagram, we connected over both having bombed a show. Do you remember that show? Could have been literally <laughs> any time. No, it uh, no, was specifically oh, a show we both had to bomb yes, for like an extended yes, period of time. Yep. Okay. Wait, can I say the location or no? I don't want to. Okay. Okay. But because okay. it's not the producer's fault no. but i feel like the producer would be like mm. oh you're right you're right <laughs> or or they might like message us and be like no you did great and i hate that <laughs> oh i hate that i hate that but we both bombed it yes and i bombed it so bad and it was like a Same. particularly emotionally devastating bond so i like posted close friends about it being yes like, Please. yes because the best part about that is that everyone immediately responds <laughs> and is like i bombed tonight yeah. too, or i bombed yeah. that show too um wait can i actually i don't think this is giving anything away but the producer was like, yeah, women don't do well in that room. Wait, and it's like, he said that? Oh, I have a... We'll he didn't talk say off that air. to me. No, I talked to him, to them. Could be anyone. It's a man. It gives away more if you imply it could be a woman. <laughs> You're right. It's a man fully. Um, but, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. He was like, women always bomb. And he had a smirk. He smirked. Oh. And it made me real mad. I'll drop his head off. <laughs> yeah, no, I said, um, yeah, well, we all talk about it, so. Yeah, I did, because I was so freaking mad. I thought, because when you said, yeah, they, I don't, I think they don't like women, I thought that was, like, a cheeky, like, I, I sometimes, like, no. feel that way if I bomb at a place. And I, like, know, yeah, I know, Yeah, it's because they're misogynist. No, but, like, literally that city, again, not gonna say the city, but it is <laughs> kind of a city that is known to be, you know, um, biased. Yeah, and hostile. Yeah. that yeah it was so well because and i don't know if i told you the specifics of what happened while i was bombing i, I don't think so i was already not doing well and then there starts to be a bit of commotion and it's a kind of a place where like there's high ceilings and a lot of air conditioner and like brewery sounds mm -hmm. which i know it sounds like i'm giving away that it's in a brewery all the shows every are in single breweries, show is so it's brewery, not yeah. giving it away but yep. <laughs> so i'm already doing like pretty poorly like that there were some like pleasant 
polite laughs at the beginning mm-hmm. of my set and when they realized that it wasn't gonna last my full set they're like okay well we don't need to be polite anymore no this I, is just this bad. is my exact experience <laughs> and so the laughter was trickling off and there started to be some commotion to my right but it's like a pretty big room with a lot of people in it which is why it's so devastating to bomb there no it is so large huge and like not literally like hundreds cold of audience. people yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so really weird yeah. so then there's this commotion <laughs> off to the right and <laughs> and i hear this dude start screaming at other people and it was right after so I had done this joke. I have a joke where I imply that all cops are unethical murderers. And it's not oh for everybody. It's not a joke for cops. And soldiers don't really like it either because they're the sure. cops of and everywhere else. <laughs> again, not going to name the city, but not a good place right. for this. It's a city of, of exclusively material. cops, essentially. Yes, literally. Yeah. And I chose to do the joke only because I was already bombing so bad that I was like, Oh, they'd... I always do that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to lean into everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it, it almost feels like a self-productive thing because I'm like, then afterwards I can blame it on the fact that, that they you, yeah, were, were offended by me as opposed yes. to just like not finding me very funny. Again, with the like, they hate women. Like I always just say that at the end of every bomb. I'm like, well, <laughs> you guys just hate women, whatever. Like, <laughs> and it's true. And it's true. It is true. Um, But yeah, so I there's this commotion and this dude is like, fuck her. And I hear him saying like her, she, and like, that he's really angry and i just hear snippets and i'm like telling in the middle of oh this is during your set someone says that yeah and he's screaming to like other people and they're like well you gotta leave you gotta leave and then he like leaves but i was really scared no that he was like angry at me and offended by my Mm. jokes because i had just told the joke that i have that is most likely to offend someone Mm -hmm. um and it was also, oh, it's also offensive to soldiers later on in the joke. And and it, so and this he, person probably has a gun. Yeah, absolutely. On his person so or not. It, it was really scaring me. I end yeah. up, so I get off. I'm, like, very embarrassed because I, like, bombed in front of, like, newer comics who did perfectly Wait, fine. Wait, did you close it out? Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> and if, I mean, and if he knows that I hate women, why did he have us do that? I, I don't know. I think um, they love to see us fail, <laughs> ultimately, especially the newer ones. So afterwards, yeah. I'm, like, really scared and shell-shocked, not just from the bomb, but, like, from the potential that someone's, like, really angry oh my with gosh, me yeah. who has a gun. And yeah. people finally explained to me, I mean, I was, like, so, like, I was probably not, like, fun to, like, say hi to, yeah. but um, people explained to me that basically this guy had like left and then these women had sat down at his table and he was just going to order and so then he was like she stole my table oh so it wasn't referring to the women correct oh it's towards other women and then i was like so embarrassed on another layer because like it's i bombed and then afterwards i was like freaking out to all the other comments and then they were like it ain't about you like yeah it's literally like (laughs) no one's thinking about you hannah but like (laughs) no but like obviously you would think it's about you it's during your set someone's saying Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this was a big lesson that like I'm such a narcissist. (laughs) Oh no. Like fuck me. So then last night at my show, 
there's a table of two men in the back left and there's a ruckus and they're kind of like being loud but it's again it's like a loud circumstance and I can't really hear them and especially there was a lot of laughs because this was a this was a show where I was doing better and there was a lot of laughs so I couldn't really hear these dudes but they were okay. talking Amazing. and then I saw another comic be like shushing them and it was a yes. whole commotion and so at one point it got to be kind of disruptive but I like glazed past it mm -hmm. and then and I was like Hannah it's not about you these guys are just wasted and then after the show I'm like like feeling good I'm like that was kind of like a challenging set at parts right because the audience was chatty but like overall it was fine it was great I said hi to people I sold merch whatever amazing comics come up to me and told me and they're like yeah that's so scary that those guys were so offended by your <gasps> jokes and I was like what are you talking oh, about wow. and they're like yeah they thought your set was really offensive and they were saying that like what what is yeah. offensive about about what you're saying because you weren't you weren't even noticing them yeah I don't. I do forget sometimes that my comedy could be considered controversial because I don't think of it that, that way. word "offensive" is just being thrown around these days. Where I'm like, <laughs> you're offended by like I'm what I'm imagining the joke you were doing was like the "I love your culture" joke, you know, or like the like Happy Super Bowl. I don't and remember then, when it was, but yeah. But like this is what I'm envisioning is like you go like Happy Super Bowl and these guys are like, <laughs> like they just get so no! the Super yeah. Bowl was yeah, in and it's like, dude, what the fuck? You're so lame. Yeah. Like, so lame no it was so but then i didn't even have time to be scared and i was like wait a second the world actually does revolve around me yes people truly. do care about what i'm saying because i have a microphone you are have hand. a microphone and you're on a stage and you're probably i'm assuming the only perhaps woman on the show and so it does add like a layer of you know just men being angry yeah <laughs> it was actually the audience was mostly women but that is a few men in that where was this can i ask um yeah it was at pete's satire lounge oh have you done that show yet? i have not it's good it's fun is it yeah yes it's a tough space just because like yeah. people have to order from the bar like right sure. next to you and like the bartenders are talking at full volume because there's a lot of like air conditioner noises and shit like that right so that's what i imagine of that venue because i actually do love that bar yeah because it's like on it it's is like, cool how much of a neighborhood spot it was. yeah yeah it's like on colfax it's it's so cool and whatever but i never imagined it being kind of a, a venue for comedy yeah but that's good that it was good yeah no it's yeah. fun but it's but it's like all bar shows it's like it, it has to be fun past the level that it's like yeah. challenging because it's not yeah. a, like theater it's not designed it's not theater, for live yes. entertainment no, no, no. there's no stage so no. you're just doing your best with <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> doing your best but yeah i wanted to tell you that story because it's like the inverse of what we last yeah no that is funny though like no one actually cares about me but then literally hey, those guys really cared about you it's yeah like, in a negative way in a deeply it? negative yeah way. we just have to guess at the end of every show like yeah, well, yeah. Okay. I'm safe. <laughs> Are you ready to get into questions? Yes, I'm ready. Uh, yes. Okay, so before we do that, I have a couple of announcements. One, I have shows coming up. Durham, I'm headlining a secret show August 11th. You can DM my Instagram if you want to come. September 21st, I'm headlining in Oakland, California, Ooh. San Francisco, if you think that this is not you, I've been to Oakland and I've done chills in San Francisco every night and I stayed in deep Oakland and I know that sometimes you guys get weird about this, acting like it's two separate cities. It's not fucking two separate cities. It's not. It's like 20 minutes. You have to come. You have to come or I'm going to be so mad. And if you do drive all the, all the way from San Francisco, I'll buy you a beer. I'll make it with your time, I promise. But it would mean so much to me if you come out because... 
the venue that is going to be the best to work with is in Oakland, but I know that most of the people who want to see it are located in San Francisco, so I you have to drive. You have to I'm drive. from the Bay Area, and I will say it's really not that big of a drive. It's not all. that big of a it's, 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 it's more of a suburb. I mean, it's not a suburb, but it's not like a second city. No, it's it's very close. Like you can hop around very easily. It's like a twenty dollar Uber. Um, <laughs> this fall, I'm hitting Oakland, Chicago, Austin, Des Moines, Bisbee, Arizona, and possibly Tucson while I'm there. Um, I have heard they're near each other, and um, I'm gonna completely level and be vulnerable with you guys. Uh, I am at a point in my career where only occasionally do venues want me to come out and headline and they like take shoulder all the risk for me. And that's so cool when that happens. But a lot of times when I come to these cities and specifically a lot of these cities, I'm going to be renting a venue because no one invited me. I'm going to be paying for my flights and I'm going to be going up to a person basically going, hey, can I perform at your place? I think people will come. And that's so scary. And so you have to come (laughs) because the numbers say that you're going to come, but you have to come. So if you want to come to any of those shows, you should get on my text list because you shouldn't rely on seeing my Instagram stories or listening to this podcast to... um, to see when those shows are. You just want that link texted directly to your phone. Thank you so much for all of your support and sign up for the text list. Number two, this podcast is sponsored by the Patreon. Patrons have first priority to get their questions answered and they also receive a bonus episode every month and it's only $3, which I consider a steal. You can't get between Oakland and San Francisco for $3, so that's quite a deal. You also get exclusive access to long-form audio and video of my comedy sets if you're interested in that if you want to ask a question to get answered in a future episode you can find the link to that form in the podcast description or in my link tree on any of my social media platforms okay hell yeah dude that's all the did you do that in one breath that was really i impressive. think quite possibly I think you did. because i feel okay? out of breath now yeah you just pass out <laughs> do you ever i realized this last night i walk up to the stage too early because I also do that because I've had a few experiences where if I wait too long and I have to do it's a awkward. little jog I get out, oh, of, out of breath yeah yeah especially in Colorado okay I'm, I know I've been here for four years that elevation never ends yeah elevation it's hard is- running across a whole stage <laughs> we- wait that actually is the worst being out of breath this second <laughs> that, have you that, yeah, done comedy at the bug because i yeah, always yeah, yeah. when so i walk big. all the way from the back <laughs> i all, by the time i get to the front i'm always so out of breath well, and so it's humiliating this is a problem with firecracker actually because we do a yeah. whole thing we're dancing we're jogging we're going on each other's backs and well not no one's going on my back but and then i get to and i literally i'm like i have to tell them like i'm really out of breath <laughs> and i have to just stop for a second and i do have to drink water and it does take a while yeah <laughs> okay anyways so we've got some questions here that were submitted by some people um the we're gonna start off with a shorter one and then we got some bigger juicy ones coming down the hatch so let's start oh, off. oh wow first of all I'm, what are- I'm listening sorry <laughs> So oh, you're good. <laughs> what are some creative, legal slash gray area extrajudicial forms of justice for someone who has assaulted someone you care about? Signed, Captain Booty. Wait, hold on. 
This is a lot. Can we do a repeat? Yes. Sorry. What are some creative, legal, slash gray area, extrajudicial forms of justice for someone who has assaulted someone you care about? Signed, Captain Okay, Booty. okay. So essentially, like, how do you get back at someone? Revenge. Oh, revenge situation. Outside of pressing charges. Sure. Ooh, I would say, wait, okay. Do, if you have their phone number or their email address, search for health insurance or car insurance and sign up sign using them up. their yes. phone number and email. Yes. It will render <laughs> their phones unusable for a month. Wow. Wait, I once did that because I was looking for health insurance and I just oh. fucked myself. <laughs> wait, wait. It make, oh, you mean like because they're sending so much? Because they get so many yes, spam yes, calls yes, and yes, spam yes. like emails That's good. and shit that the filters won't catch. Okay. Mine, I guess, is kind of illegal because I was thinking you go into their home and you move everything just an inch. <laughs> That's so illegal, so much work, and so I little know. payoff. Well, no, they go crazy. How would they go crazy? Because they're like, what the hell? I've never bumped into this. Like, like your gaslighting. Yes, right? like like if you move everything a little bit, they're going to be like, like they don't know what's wrong, but something is wrong and they're going to think they're going crazy. Okay, that makes sense. I personally just don't think that I walk around my house with a lot of muscle memory. I feel like I do look at things. But if everything is moved, if they're blind, this will fuck them the fuck up. If they're blind, this is how to ruin a blind person's life. I hope they're blind. Maybe blind them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe throw some acid in there. That's still legal. Gouge their eyes out with spoons. Step two: move everything in their house an inch. No, wait until they get a really good location sense of everything in their house. So, like six months later, go into their house and move everything by an inch. I would say, I mean, for real, like I would do a catfishing thing, maybe. Mm. You know? Oh, that's good. I just actually just watched Catfish last night, so I'm pretty. inspired right now but like you can pretend like just string them along with this fake profile for like years yeah and then if you have the meat you can have it be like some they just beat them have you seen those girls on tiktok <laughs> sorry it always becomes illegal at the end but you don't have to do no, that it started far. as yeah. fraud it started, and then oh, it just yeah, got yeah. to assault it got to assault <laughs> which hey that's might be the best way an to eye for an eye. an eye for an eye again, them again. Them. Yeah. <laughs> First step, always blind them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a debilitating injury. Yes, truly. Um, have you seen those girls on TikTok who dress up as young girls? So they catfish predators. Wait, wait, wait. Um, on like Omegle or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not obsessed. on Omegle. Oh, okay. On I'm like chat rooms those. and shit. But they, because they like look kind of young, they also will like FaceTime these dudes. Yes. And because they can FaceTime them believably, they have this like set. It's like a theater set of like yes. a child's bedroom. And they FaceTime them. And then once they gather enough as evidence, they set up a sting operation. And so it's like, it's basically like 21 year old women who put their hair in pigtails right. and then like turn everything And they're over like, I'm the 15. Cops, which is like, if you're going to work with cops, that's like probably the coolest thing you could do. Well, because it's illegal, I think, if you don't. Like if you work do all with this, the cops. Yeah. yeah, it would just you be have to. really weird. <laughs> but I've seen those of the for my my algorithm is a little less aggressive. I think it's a chat roulette type thing, and then mm. it's like yeah, twenty five year old, but she's like looks fifteen, and she's like I'm fifteen, and then the old guy's like 
turn around, like, show me your outfit. And then this guy comes out and goes, like, you've been caught. And then he just closes the laptop. And it's the best thing I've ever seen. That's so I'm obsessed sick. with those videos. Oh, God, yeah. Omega was really something. <laughs> yeah, that was something. <laughs> I can't what believe a time. that there was a part of my life where I was so desperate for connection <laughs> that I didn't have available to me that <laughs> I would meet someone and yes. they'd be like, ASL. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I'd be like, what does that mean? Oh, I get it. 13, yeah, yeah, female, yeah. Well, North see, Carolina. I didn't really know, so mine would be 13, yes. <laughs> and then Bay Area. <laughs> You're kidding. I thought Is the that sex in your was... chat roulette bit? No, it's not. You should add yeah, that. I, should add th- I do have a chat roulette bit, but in the bit I do also talk about how I would f- we would flash people. Yeah, like that was a big part of like sleepovers. I sent little pics of my <laughs> extremely rectangular body to <laughs> predators. Predators have so much. Like they have so much of us, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they have so much evidence i don't know what they have but we're in some kind of file somewhere i remember my friend when i was in middle school taught me how to draw on boobs with because this was what? bronzer had like just been invented oh to be like clear. new cleavage kind of yeah thing? you can like draw oh, the shadows yeah. of boobs onto yourself i knew about the taping you tape wait what to create a cleavage you tape your tits i never did it but i did know someone who did that oh no yeah. i should have done it i should still do it but <laughs> That just sounds so painful. I know, but How it's... do you take it off? On your nipples? You rip it off. You rip it off like a band-aid. That's <laughs> literally so sad. It's a sad life. Okay, okay so creative forms of justice. <laughs> Move everything by an inch. Yeah. Blind them. Blind them, catfish, catfish them. them, and make them into a predator. Done. Yes. If you can make... Th- Honestly, like, if you can catch them in some... Shit like that, that's good. That's good revenge. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you so much. Okay. This next question is kind of long. So buckle up. It's time for story time. But it's so good. Okay. So I've been avoiding my ex for the past four years who I still have feelings for. I've ran into her at bars, but I've always been able to slip out unnoticed or slip through a crowd. And recently she got a job at the only bar in town I like. I only know this because I went while she was working and was trapped in a power struggle of her making suggestions that I've been avoiding her and how she's been trying to get a hold of me for four years. During this conversation, all my friends stood silent and watched me almost break down as I told her as nicely as I could that I would contact her when I'm ready. She left me when I needed her most. I got arrested back in the day for alleged sales. I ended up beating the case, but she knew what my life was and left when the bad times came. Before I got arrested, we were together for a year before we moved in together, and that lasted the eight months until I got arrested. So they met, were together for a year, then lived together for eight months, and then he got arrested and she left. I know she wants to at least try again. She tells every female friend of mine that will listen, saying she's worried about me and that I blocked her on everything except Facebook. 
I went dark on social media for the past four years and recently shared an article and she commented saying she always loved listening to me rant about topics I take seriously and pretty much everyone close to me sent me a screenshot asking what's up. Now I have to stop the small town rumors before they spread. I'm conflicted because I don't want to look like a sad little puppy running back to her but also she's all I've wanted for the past four years. Signed, The Cheese Wonder. Okay. Oh, is there a question? Or is it, this is... Yeah. Like, what do I do? Oh, oh, okay. Okay. This is an insane story. (laughs) I have so so many questions. When you talked about the alleged sales thing, I'm like, we got to get this guy to the revenge person. Yeah, also, what alleged sales are you talking about? Like, fraud? Like, were you selling sneeds and the whole town is against you now? (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like, he, yeah, he got in some shit, some trouble, man. Yeah. What yeah. were you selling? Yeah. Is this financial details. crime or is this like drug sales? Oh, I didn't even think. <laughs> that is funny to call it sales if it's drug drugs. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's get him. Let's get Sorry, someone just walked into the <laughs> room who was not planned. That's all. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So let's let's get let's do a synopsis here. So they. In love with this person. Yeah, in love with this person. Yeah. They live together. He got arrested. And then she, like, betrayed slash abandoned oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then came back around. But then, for the past four years, right. she's been, like, stalking, trying to get back with him. Okay. And he doesn't want to. But he feels like he's been, like, worn down almost. And it's a small town. I mean, my oh, first yeah. suggestion is fucking move, 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 dude. This town sounds like a nightmare and also just in general like if you really want to change your life if you were the type of person who like got arrested and was in maybe a toxic relationship with this girl and you want to be like a different kind of person who has more healthy functional habits like the best way to accomplish that is to move and you don't have to move far move a couple hours away this is my first thought yourself. with this though is, yeah. is he on some kind of probation that um, does not you know i got a lot of experience for four years you, I mean, I don't know what he did. You can be on probation for a long ass time, depending. So, like, I don't know. We don't know the details. But let's say he can't move. This person can't move. It sounds like you he know. maybe didn't even go to jail because he keeps just saying arrested. But what's the eight months thing? That was how long they lived together before oh, he oh. got arrested. Okay. So I don't think he even went to jail. Okay, 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 okay. So so potentially a move could be in the books. If you can move, I would say don't get back to this girl. Don't get back together with this girl because yeah. even if she theoretically was the right person for you, it's the wrong time. And it's the wrong time because she you had this like incredibly negative experience where you felt betrayed and abandoned from her it's never going to be possible for you to work your way back to a completely healthy attachment with her you're always going to be fearing abandonment if things got rough again so there will be other right people and uh, hopefully you meet another right person at the right time and also it just feels like she's been trampling all over your boundaries because she was like talking at you and you were about to break down that does not sound like a person that you should have in your life She's causing you a lot of pain that you okay. haven't had the chance to process with yet. I wish we, I, I always just wanted like, do we know age? We don't know age. Here. No, we don't know uh, job like nothing. Well, cheese wonder, cheese wonder. Okay, so they live in Milwaukee or something. Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I think it's hard with the small town because I feel so like hard. I mean I've never lived in a 
small town like where everyone knows everyone's name or whatever is that something did you did you live in a small town you did um ask uh, like a medium-sized town yeah. but i was in a religious community where everybody knew everybody's sure. name so like i mean it isn't it like tough to kind of it, it's like a detach yeah you have to, like detach i had to move from... i can't imagine yeah. living in my hometown which and here's the thing i also think that our generation has been kind of like pushed to move further away from their family and right, support network right. than is necessarily always a good idea especially if you're broke you there's no reason to move across the country it's just going to be really hard to have any sort of support network but like every state Within like every small town, generally, unless you're like really in the middle of nowhere, within two hours, there's like a, a little bit city, bigger yeah. town, mm -hmm. and that's a great place for you to live if you do, if you want to be in a place where no one knows that you were arrested. Right. And also, just like there's only one bar in town you like, that's too small of a <laughs> oh, town. Yeah, Get to a bigger bar, town. And then she works at the one. Bar. I mean, it sounds like a Netflix series waiting to happen. Which I, I, I you got to just get out of there. Uh, yeah, it's like the a, one bar. What is this town? I mean, it is so. It, it's it is like you're stuck in the small town, like mindset and it's it's like you gotta even a couple hours away like you're saying it's it's also like get on a dating app meet new people anything you know where it's like detach are there other girls in this fucking town are you dating around i feel like he's dating the hottest girl it sounds like Oh god, and she's a nightmare. Yeah, to be yeah, right, yeah. She's but the hottest girl in her town. She works at the bar, and, you know. <laughs> Miss Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she works at the bar and makes amazing money. Yeah, she gets all the tips from like the regulars who are like elderly and weird. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. set her sights on you because you're a bad boy and it's irresistible. Yeah, you're probably hot too, which I don't like. <laughs> um, <laughs> how dare you? How dare no, you? No, one, I be think... hot, and two, act like you need our help. You don't need our help. You you're set. Help. Get on a dating app. Although I do feel like dating apps in small towns are horrendous because you just you're like, there's my like, instructor running my into teacher. people's moms yeah, and dads, yeah, exactly. basically. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think you gotta get the heck out of there. Or if you can't afford to like move, move. Just like get away for a couple months. Like just something. I feel like. An adventure awaits. I also just want to point out, you said she's all I've ever wanted for the past four years. That's not real wanting, though. Like, when you are yearning for someone, that's yearning for the idea uh, sure. of who you would be and the life you would have with, like, a fake project. You only knew her for, like, two years, realistically. Or maybe you knew her for longer, but you were only with her for, like, two years. And all of that was, like, you being in a tough spot in life. You just got done being arrested for a, an illegal job that you had like that's not real wanting it, is, it sounds a little un, un, that's un, pining perhaps, yeah. pining's not real pining is like it's like you wanted her the same way that you want a beer at the end of the day which she can serve you <laughs> at the one bar <laughs> the one good bar yeah the one right it's, there's a bunch I, of it's probably bars. the only bar that the young people go to if it's like small towns yeah, i've been to, to before right it's yeah. like the old the yes. old alcoholic dudes go to this bar and the young, the young people, people go to this go bar to like, the, like there's like a neon sign plot twist yeah. it's trinidad colorado <laughs> no <laughs> run honestly run honestly yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think moving would be good for you. Definitely don't get with this Or, bitch. like, stay with a friend in a different city. Like, something, I feel like, some kind of perspective here. And also, this is a really key part. All of your friends stood silently. They, they are 
And I'm not saying that they're necessarily like bad people for not helping you out, but they're definitely not like helping you grow and become the person that you need to be. Your friends stood silently. Maybe they're also still friends with her. They're making things weird and harder. This is a great time to go and get a new community in a new place. And then maybe you can return and drink at the one bar and see your ex and see your friends. And instead of feeling like you're almost going to break down, you feel like, wow, what a crazy chapter in my life. I was so much younger. I have a healthy life in another town now and I'm so happy with it. And this is a fun place to visit. You know? Yeah, you want it to be a place you can go back to nostalgically. Yes. Rather than a place you're kind of stuck in this like drama centered. There's like drama in these small towns where it's like you got to get. I mean, and then the age thing, I feel like does matter because if you're in your 30s, yeah, you got to go. Oh, kind yeah. of thing, you know, but if you're in your 40s, honestly, <laughs> just say just it's time for you to cruise. go to the other bar, the old guy bar, maybe. But yeah, yeah get yourself a dame or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's so tough. I would hate to live in a small town. But yeah, it's, what uh, a nightmare. it's not desirable. For okay, so. next question. I genuinely don't know what to do to make money. I have a master's degree and eight years experience supervising people, but I haven't been able to get hired for a real job in three years. I had an almost successful business in Texas, but emergently moved my family to New York when I was pregnant because my husband was in an active addiction stage and this is where my family is. And now there's no money to restart that business. I'm sick of being a stay-at-home mom and need to help support my family. Not against putting time into my OF, but how do bitches actually make money on there? Can you think of anything I haven't? Signed, broke in my dad's basement. Your Patreon... Is that a control? <laughs> These are um, Patreon subscribers, oh, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. just your followers? The last two have just been regular followers. Wow. That's cool, man. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't let someone broke sign up for my Patreon. <laughs> she needs right. that $3 oh my God, to help her family. True. Don't take the $3, girl. This is so tough, dude. Wait, I'm sorry. She's talking about she does have an OnlyFans, but she um, doesn't know what to do on it. Is that part of it? She says, yeah, it sounds okay. like she has one, but she hasn't put time into right, it. Right, right, right. And she doesn't know how to actually make money on there. Sure. I mean, it is a saturated market. That is the thing about yeah. sex work is that the market is really saturated right. these days. And the only way to get a following onto OnlyFans is to get your following from somewhere else. Or get a niche. A niche. I think about this often, though. You actually. could fart on interesting stuff. That's what stuff. I'm saying. Like, if you got a weird toe, <laughs> you flaunt that toe. Like, if you got anything weird, wacky, like, you got to put it out there. And, and this is a piece of evergreen <laughs> advice that we've always been saying. Blind yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yes. That's what they, these all kind of tie together. They I'm all like, tie together. That last guy sold drugs. She needs to make money. The first person the first needs <laughs> to get revenge. <laughs> I feel like there's they like a They all live in the same small can, town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, it's so sad that you have been in a position where you had to take care of your family. You were supposed to have a partner in that, but that partner was addicted. And so all of that responsibility fell on you and you had to move back in with your family. That is such a bummer. I, it really sounds like you, your partner is back to a better spot. And, um, it does sound like they might support the family financially, um, but just not be able to do that 
entirely, I think it's really time for your partner to step up and make as many sacrifices as you made when you moved away from your thriving business in Texas, right? Like you made a huge fucking sacrifice and it might be time to go to your partner and be like, hey, you're going to need to take on extra hours or work for a promotion because I want to pour my time and energy into this thing and so I'm going to need to hire a nanny for the mornings three days a week. Three half days a week we need a nanny so that I can put my time and energy into something that is fulfilling for me. And a reasonable partner will understand that. Now, the real trouble is that it's quite possible that the partner would not be okay with that. Mm -hmm. In which case, are they really bringing much to your life? Or are they ultimately a burden that you have taken on for many, many years because you're so in love with them? In which case, you can, one way to force a partner into taking a 50-50 role is to get shared custody. And one week the kids are with him and you have that time to pour into your business. But like, think about it like an oxygen mask on a plane. Like, it is your duty to your family to find something fulfilling and rewarding to do with your time because it because you want to set an example of prioritizing yourself and being someone who is happy and fulfilled and that will mean more to your children than the extra time and energy that you put into caring for them being that role model will I was gonna say that <laughs> I really was <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I was, well, so she is looking to make money, correct? Yes. I think like, I mean, this isn't the, this, we don't make money from what we do, but, well, I don't, um, but I think again with the niche, not yeah. with OnlyFans, but even just where you are, like finding a local business that like needs help with some freelance, like, even if you're not like a social media person or if you're not like places just need help and if you find a little niche you're like oh i live next to this bakery maybe i can fucking do a little video yeah. do a little of this a little promoting i don't know it's like you gotta kind of flourish in your own little like you said you had an almost successful business consider right. taking out a fucking loan because if it was almost successful you might have proof on paper and a lot of like women don't necessarily have the same finance know-how that you learn in like business school or that men seem to be born with but like you can start a business without money by taking out a business loan um i mean obviously that's still like like banks are more likely to approve people who are blah 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 blah, blah, blah. you could also like get a loan from potentially a family member maybe you have a cousin who's like doing pretty well and you could say like this business was on the cusp of being really profitable would you consider investing um or you could find someone else who does what you were doing in texas like if your business was a bakery you should find right. a small bakery and yeah, implement, like Salma said, partner yeah, with them. Implement the skills from your last um, flourishing job. It's a know? hard time to find a job in general right now in the process of like, if you're just like messaging on Indeed and sending out your resume, oh that's tough. Yeah. I think it's easier to go to small businesses where you have connections or expertise in the industry and you can say, I did this in Texas. That's probably an easier okay, route man. to employment. I'm unemployed and I'm taking this advice. Really? Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, how <laughs> I wrote that in because I have a friend uh, on the internet horrible, yeah, who has applied horrible. to like 500 jobs, yeah. and she like makes yeah. a video every week updating, and she applies to so many fucking jobs yep. and has so many interviews and hasn't. Yeah, it's the economy's we're, we're in a recession, right? You know, I don't know where we are. 
or if we're in that. But I do know I can't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about that. Tim Dillon hard. last week was like, yeah, every every news article that comes across my feed says we're about to be in a recession or we're in a recession right. or we just got out of a recession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like your period. It's like it's always <laughs> happening at some yeah. point. Whatever you only is. get one good yeah. week a month. And <laughs> yeah. that was like for four us. Days, but yeah, <laughs> that was 27 <laughs> or I guess 2014 was a good fucking year. <laughs> right, it was a right, great right. year to live in the world. Uh, <laughs> take me back. I always say that. Take me back to 2014. How do bitches actually make money on OnlyFans? I mean, I think I think it's about consistency. You do have to like really put your all. It's like a business. I mean, you're your own. <laughs> you have to put your all into it and you have to put all of it into you. <laughs> I mean, I view it as stand up. Like you have like yeah. you're starting from the ground up. Like you have to also like promote it on other. I heard Reddit is a good place to promote your OnlyFans cuz I always think about that. I'm like if you want to be anonymous, you can't go on Instagram yeah. and be like because you don't want people, maybe like your family, whatever, knowing. So then you have to go on like Reddit or like some other kind of platforms to promote. I have heard that, and I have known people who have um, posted, <laughs> who have posted whole on Reddit just for the like woo kind of whole, experience whole anonymously. On no, have have Wait. posted their whole their whole yeah onto, onto Reddit, Reddit for the okay. experience and. Um, <laughs> my thing is that i don't know how much time you've spent on reddit but like every time i, I go on there reddit, sorry. I, I am so scared of reddit i love it it is the seedy under but to me oh, you're hanging out on part. reddit reddit part. feels like hanging out on like a street corner where drugs are <gasps> I sold love it. No, no no i think you're in the scary part what are you researching well, okay, so uh, originally I would research different Reddits that were, like, relevant for, like, information. So I was yeah. on, like, a van life forum, and I, like, asked a question that yes. apparently had been asked before, even though I went back, okay. the, like, three pages right, and didn't see mad. it anywhere. And they were, like, so pissed that I answered a question, asked a question that had been answered before. Yes. I did my homework. They were so angry. I've promoted comedy shows in just, like, Denver things to do, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, but then stuff started to get recommended to me and I don't know what algorithm stuff's getting recommended to me because I see like, I remember this subreddit came up in my feed that was recommended and it's called, have you heard of this? It's called True Rate Me. True Rate Me? Yes. No. Okay. So basically, it to me it feels tangential to incel culture. Wait, this is on Reddit? Oh yeah, yes. Reddit is... is so yes, that's exactly the idea, that. the premise is that you post photos of yourself and people tell you what you are on a scale to one to ten. Amazing. But here's the thing. Okay. I love so that. I see this girl, unbelievably gorgeous, right, so like four. post a photo and someone was like eight and a moderator had an automated response that said, um, warning penalty for overrating and it linked to the scale that that particular subreddit uses to rate people oh. and so I clicked on it and the scale is I swear to god this is so funny okay so like it has like 10 and then like a row of like six pictures of 10s and a 10 and oh. a row of six or nine row of six sure. pictures of nines and so the the tens through the sixes are all actual models and actresses like oh. famous people oh. who are famous for being hot. And then right. the fives are like comedians. No, no, no. <laughs> the fives are like girl next door types. Oh, okay. And then the fours are by and large comedians. And then the three, because they're using famous people, that's like where they're getting the pictures okay. from mostly. And then the threes are by and large 
comedians and like really normal looking girl like I would 100% be like a two or a three and then the two and ones are like kind of like disfigured medically in it oh. in on certain levels so like extreme acne or yeah. something and then they have another one for men but men don't usually post their pictures it's usually right, women right, and then men course. do the rating but they have one for men and it's like <laughs> It's like the tens are models and actors and the yeah. nines are too. And then seven through three is just normal looking dudes right. who look like my friends. And then like twos right. and ones are again medically like disfigured right, people. Right, right. Okay. Absolutely wow. fucking wow. insane. Okay, I see how you've been wronged by so Reddit. The, there would that. be this beautiful girl and everyone would be like, I guess I have to say five, but I really think you're a 10 in my oh, eyes. And wow. all these dudes are like, it's like you can see the cognitive dissonance of their like, their um, incel training coming out because they're like, you know, the bosses, the admins say I can't rate you what right. I really want to. But in truth, I feel that beauty is subjective and oh you don't deserve God. this harassment. It's but like, it's like, why are you on this? Yeah. And it's, and, it, and the girls are young. You can tell uh, they're ye- like 14 when they're posting oh no, these pictures no. of their faces, but they're like, I'm 22. It's so bad. Wow. So that's the side of Reddit that scares me. (laughs) (laughs) I would love for someone to say I'm a two and then I can just like, I don't know. I just think that would be funny to have on file. I would like that on file. Just Why would you want that on file? I don't know. First of all, just... okay, privilege, you don't have that on file. <laughs> no, no, I just mean like, just because they're crazy people being like, based on the scale, whatever, you're a comedian. I have had plenty <laughs> of unsolicited ratings of my appearance. I in no, no way need really another. Bad. I have you're that right. data and I don't need to be put on a more unfair scale. No, it's so bad, but it's like also the curiosity does. Uh, is 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 huge yeah well it just really um because there's something that happens a lot in the incel community where a dude who like knows he's a four will right, s- right, be right. like i'm a four i should get with another four and then they point to like amy schumer and they're yeah. like see a four and on that scale i believe amy schumer is like a three or a right. four but it's like but amy schumer is like young blonde thinner than average yeah she just people don't think she's thin because they see her on tv next to like really skinny right. people but it, it's like i mean she was like yeah. a normal good-looking woman but then when you're like if you're putting 10 is fucking what, what megan fox or something yeah and, i think and, so and, you know it's like the scale doesn't make it's like disproportional to what humans are like it's also I so it's so fucked up on another level i mean it's, it's so fucked up on all the levels but for, they'll have like six photos right and the first five are all white women and then, I was so, gonna. I thought that's. What and you were then somewhere say. in there, there'll be one black woman, so you can like see how it. I thought you were gonna it, be like the tens or the whites and the two. Like I thought it was gonna be. Like no, but I think there stuff. are. I think there is more racial diversity at the bottom than there is at the top, yeah, which is like ins- because it's all crazy. It's crazy men. Well, it's the standard. Yeah. yeah, we could go on and on. Really, I mean, this isn't. <laughs> but so you see why I'm scared of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't use Reddit to promote your OnlyFans. I cannot imagine putting a nude Damn, on Reddit okay, and getting right. ripped to fucking. Okay, not on crud. that. Not not on the rate me. I think there is like your left areola <laughs> is far too big and lower than the right one. Well, that's how I found on sad nipples on Reddit, and it really helped me. <laughs> Sorry, what? I posted a clip. Obviously, you didn't see it. It's about my sad nipple syndrome. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, when you people touch your nipples and it makes yes, you sad. Yes. Okay. And that I found on Reddit the community. So I'm saying like it, you. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a community of people who... Well, I looked it up because I was so confused when it happened that I looked it up and it was all these Reddit threads. Wow. And it made you feel less alone? 
And so you see, <laughs> there are two sides to Reddit. That's what I'm saying. There is a really dark side to Reddit. But there's also a, you know, a, a community. A sad nipple community. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. Last question, Salma. Let's bring it home. How do you get over someone you see all the time? Same friend group. Signed, Broken Heart in Denver. Oh my god. In Denver? Yeah. They I could know, be... I know who wrote this. Wait, really? My ex. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> How do you get over someone that you see all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See them less. Yeah, you just can't. Sorry. Then <laughs> We end there. You can't. It's just like... That's the end. Is this your main core friend group? Because, like, here's the thing. It sounds like it. Mm. it's different if you're queer or if you're straight if you're straight mm. you're gonna luck out because your main core friend group will also have a subgroup of the girls in it and the mm. dudes in it and that's what's kind of nice about straight friend groups is that you can you can basically just hang out with the girls in group settings and then if there's ever a mixed gender group setting you can just be like i'm sitting this one out or you can kind of like right. wait to see whether he's gonna be there and just right. not see him but try to distance yourself from him now if this is a lesbian friend group plow through i don't think you'd even be asking this question if it was a gay friendship because you would already have this skill in your back pocket so yeah, it does sound like a straight question yeah because and then i hear in denver especially it is so like you run into these people all the time yeah, yeah. Like, in the queer community but let's assume it's a straight person i guess let yeah let's get to the heart of why you're actually broken hearted because rejection can be a bummer, but if the feelings of rejection are particularly intense or if they're lasting for a particularly long time, then it's it's most likely that the wound is not actually the wound of rejection. It's most likely that the wound was triggered by the rejection, but it's actually a core insecurity, right? So like if you have a core part of your identity that you are unlovable for whatever reason or that you're like undesirable or whatever, and the rejection triggered that, it could potentially last for however long it takes to get over that core wound. But I would say for most wounds about being unlovable, not to be toxic, but like you get over it by getting under someone else. Yeah, I was going to, of course, say that. Go on dates and remind yourself that you are desirable. Every single person in the world will be desirable by somebody. So go on date, pursue people romantically, get pursued romantically, put yourself in, and we give this advice every week with like how to date people, but it's like put yourself in new situations, learn new mm-hmm. skills, join new friend groups, new hobbies, um, and that will make you feel good. And then when your self-esteem is better, seeing that person who rejected you won't be as painful. I do. I wonder if they dated for a very long time or oh. something. Like if they dated and then it, you know, the girl was like, I'm just not attracted to you anymore. But then you see that person. Like, you really just... think it's your ex. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> you submitted this as him. I did. Yeah, yeah, asking yeah, for yeah. it to be read on this No, episode. I am doing it from a personal like perspective, I guess, of like. You're right. You know, if it is that, it's so much harder than if it was just a rejection thing of like, yeah. you asked her out and then she said no. Like, yeah, then it's like date, date around. Blah, blah, blah. But if it is that you dated and then this whole thing and then you still see them, then it's like you might want to literally like not hang out with that specific group of people for a while. Like totally. you might want to like remove yourself. And then like so let's say it's a group of five. You hang out with like the two other dudes or whatever. Yeah. Like make other plans of like 
oh, let's go see Barbenheimer. Every know. friend group has, like, layers to it. Yeah, yeah, there's layers. And yeah. you'll find as you grow up that, like, this sounds like a young friend group. It sounds like it does, you have, like, yeah. a going out friend group. And everyone hangs out as one group of, like, seven people, and you go to bars on Friday and Saturday nights, and you maybe do the brunch on Sunday thing. And you, right. like, maybe see movies together during the weeknight or have a trivia team. That's, like, the friend group this sounds like because the older that you get, the more your friend groups tend to become kind of like there's a friend group of seven but like three of them are the ones who like really go out these days the other ones don't drink as much and like Mindy moved in with her husband and like had a kid so like they don't really see each other they're in the group chat but like they're not really like a part of it and there's different layers so you have like your bestie in the group chat there's always sub group chats so just engage with your sub group chat and don't engage with whatever group includes him yeah and if it is a going out friend group the the way that those work is that there's an expiration date i'm sorry there's no lifetime going out friend groups that doesn't exist unless you're weird or just like (laughs) i mean i'm sure there are exceptions to this rules but for the most part a like group of seven people who just go out together in that specific grouping for years and years and years is unlikely so limit how often you have to see him. Limit how often you have to think about him. Mute him on Instagram. I don't know why I keep assuming oh, that it's a woman yes. writing in about a dude. I thought it was a dude writing in about a woman. Well, that makes sense because it's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I, the muting is huge. Muting is huge. Oh, muting is huge. Muting is my superpower that yes. as soon as that um was added to instagram oh my God, like i was using changer. it left and game right changer. and i don't even love i don't love that like I, I definitely like one way that i'm good at like not ever getting jealous of people is that i if i think that there's the potential for jealousy i mute the fuck out of them yeah. like early on and it's like good because i'm protecting our good energy together but then sometimes like big things will happen in their lives and i'll yeah. be like oh, i'm so sorry i had no idea right <laughs> i mean that's what the thing with instagram and stuff is like yeah it's how you know when things happen to people like yeah they, no one talks about it they just post about it and so but, but I think all i see like, is like memes from people i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think with an attraction though if it's like a yeah thing like that you gotta mute gotta mute because then you get obsessed and and then the story you gotta mute the story primarily yeah like you know that's the biggest thing absolutely okay thank you so much for listening or watching thank our podcast you. i would love if you left a comment or a review that would be fantastic our viewership is kind of slowly climbing and that makes me really excited so i really appreciate everyone who's been listening um salma where can people find you and what do you have coming up assuming this um, episode comes out next week or the week after oh, okay i am on instagram salmazaki underscore Salmazaki's taken i've i've contacted her by who by salmazaki oh right of course (laughs) (laughs) contacted her tried to follow her everything nothing radio silence anyways is she pursuing a life in entertainment because if she's not (laughs) she can kill herself i don't think she is she's private which i'm like if you're private give me the thing if you're private if you're private not have a firsty last you can take the underscore like come on girl literally anyways um what do i have coming up uh well we have firecracker wait so next our last last firecracker is september 14th at hooked on colfax so that's like the big like that's if you're in colorado you should absolutely go to that show yeah it's a very fun fun show in a basement a coffee shop basement um firecracker comedy on instagram we do all the things on there 
Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then catch Salma in New York coming October. It's happening. For me, I'm available at Hannah Jones Cool on all of the platforms. My link tree has all of the helpful info if you're looking to submit a question, if you want to join the Patreon and get that bonus episode, or if you want to come to see me uh, in Durham on August 11th or September 21st in Oakland or San Francisco. Um, Please sign up for my text list. If you ever want to see me live, that's the best way. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Have a good day and a great day. (laughs) 